Hey, you're listening to MCR Radio with Melissa. And Richard. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey guys, you're listening to MCR Radio with Melissa. And Richard. So guys, we have not recorded a podcast in so long and two years no yeah about two years september 2020 september 21st 2020 was our last published podcast how do you feel about that uh i feel really bad about it actually i you know been wanting to do it but there's just been too many hiccups and it like i find ever since we've started like podcasting there's just been hiccup after hiccup after hiccup and lockdown after lockdown after lockdown yeah well yeah but even prior to that we were like having hiccups with like our work schedule like our work schedule is really cut into this um you know but but here we are two years later we're here and we're hoping to be doing this weekly again hopefully like legit hopefully guys fingers crossed our fingers are definitely crossed so guys a lot's happened in this in this time frame and the world is upside down but we're not slowly we're we're slowly slowly coming back hallelujah hallelujah we're not here to become debbie downers and all of that shit this is the most political covid talk that we're gonna get yeah we're gonna no more of this. <laughs> That's it. That's no literally it. You know what we had yesterday? And, like, totally fucked us up. So so we've been dabbling into kind of like edibles, I guess, and drinkables. Yeah, more so like drinkables. And, and what's this drinkable? What was this one that we had? This one is called... It's by Summit 10. And it was a lemonade iced tea. We actually got it at uh, Tokyo Smoke yesterday at Bramley City Center. First off, that store was beautiful. It's brand... It's new absolutely beautiful the people there are super polite people who work there so polite and it was clean very clean very very clean well i couldn't i don't see why it would be dirty because it's just literally everything is displays and they have to go get the product for you yeah but it wasn't dusty it was organized it was, it was beautiful absolutely beautiful and I like the fact that they didn't ID us, like, as soon as we got in the door. Yeah. At, like, at some dispensaries, they uh, ID you on the way in. Well, the one that opened up a couple years ago, south from here, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not going to say their name. Um, when when it they first opened, their policy was to not only card everyone at the door, but to, uh, to, take, to take almost copies of everyone's IDs. Like, they swiped it. And they got I've a, seen that at clubs before, though, too. But yeah, that's just... But with, see, I can see at a club for, you know, but with purposes. A, with a dispensary, though, like, I want to kind of kind of remain a little bit anonymous. Like, yeah, no, I know, for sure. I, I don't know what you're doing with my personal information. Mm-hmm. And, you know, say that with going over the border now, it's getting stricter and stricter. And I've heard stories about people even getting turned away at the border for... Um, for your cannabis use. Oh, wow. Like, if you have a history of cannabis wow. use going over the border, they will deny you. But that's not anybody's business, though. Like, it's literally not anybody's business. Like, I'm not going to go and turn around and and tell, like, you know, somebody who's an alcoholic that they can't cross the border simply because they, they drink. Yeah. I'm sorry. Fuck that shit. So, I mean, so this Summit 10, I mean, it was, it was a 10 milligram 
drink. I mean, it tasted like an Arnold Palmer. It was like a light Arnold Palmer. It wasn't sweet. It, you, like when you first smell it, it smells like peace tea, right? Yeah. But then, like the blue one. Yeah. When you drink it though, it, it was a lot lighter, but which was fine because it wasn't too sweet. It didn't feel like it added like a shit ton of sugar, which there wasn't in it anyways i'm reading the uh nutritional facts and it had like the minor cannabis taste to it which is expected but it didn't really taste like cannabis it tasted almost like um gin in a way it tasted like botanicals yeah but it was really good but it got us fucked up hard yeah and you would you wouldn't expect this from a 10 milligram drink but i mean i kind of guzzled mine because it was really really tasty and it went on for a long time. I mean, you we were looking My at... My high was a long high. Both of us. I mean, we were both looking at, like, multi-hour kind of buzzes and... Like, even... we I had fallen asleep on the couch because Richard went to bed. He needed to have some a little bit of, like, time alone. And um, <laughs> he, I woke up. To go to bed, and I was, like, googly-eyed still. Yeah. But it, it it was really good. It was good. This was the first time, though, we've actually had edibles in a long time. Yeah. Generally, we just... We don't do dry herb anymore. We vape. And, um... Well, the, the oil vapes, in my opinion... Uh, I, I mean, it's a bit of a touchy subject for some. But the fact that you can use something that has zero smell to it... And whatever smell it does have, it's a scented smell that dissipates almost immediately. Yeah. I, I'll be honest, I prefer it because it I don't use as much. It's it's less waste. I yeah. find with a joint, it's, it's wasteful and same with... But I'm not, you know, trying to say, this is what you should be doing. This is just what I prefer. Your personal preference. Yeah. I like to stretch my dollar. Yeah. My dollar goes a long way with that anyway, so... Yeah, I, I mean, ultimately for us using it this way uh like you don't have to waste time to roll anything you know you lose so much shake and then like who wants to smoke a roach after ugh ugh i can't i know lots of people who do and like i don't want to keep my roaches and i can't stand the smell yeah this or the taste yeah i can't do it it's too too much for me and i find that the um it's a lot more potent too the vape versus uh, like a combustible burning. Yeah, it is because it's more concentrated. Yeah. So guys, that was our, you know, family day. It's the day after family day today. Family day, sitting downstairs and you know, getting buzzy and fucked getting up. Getting buzzy at my house. Getting buzzy. And it was uh, we started out really early, and it felt like by the time like it was halfway through, it was like. Is it bedtime? Like, well, I, I mean, we, we started probably about 7 o'clock because it was just before the hockey game came on. Oh, yeah, it was too. And before we knew it, it was like 11 o'clock. Yeah. And it was like a kick to the face. And we literally were sitting there watching Ozark. We, we've recently started watching Ozark, and that show's really good, but <laughs> while it's buzzy, I can't so. I was, like, sitting there, like, paranoid that, like, the cartels come in or, like, you know, Ruthie's going to try and come and, like, electrocute my house or, or something. Wendy. <laughs> oh, Wendy. I, nothing against the people, anyone with the name Wendy. I fucking hate the name Wendy. Honestly, though, ever since Samoa Joe and uh, AJ Styles is where uh, they were feuding or whatever... <laughs> And Samoa Joe was calling Wendy, his wife, oh, Wendy. So every time we hear Wendy. <laughs> or that, or I, like, I think I'm a fatty. I, I'm thinking of the food chain. Wendy's. They're okay. They are right. Their food's not as good anymore. I keep adjusting my mic, so if you hear it, guys, my sincere apologies. Yeah, we're not using headphones today, so we're just kind of doing this on the fly. Yeah, we're kind of really winging it, and we have, like, a new setup. So, like, we have... It's shorter, 
than what we're used to, but it's to not fill up a room. Yeah. Even though it still fills up the room, but it's not like it's, as it's, filling. It's easier to, to maneuver take, take down, set back up. Yeah. Um, That's part of the problem, though, is like we hate, like, the, the only, like, the worst part about, you know, our old setup was pretty much putting it out. What are you doing? Well, I was opening up my phone. Why? Well, because I was looking at what I wrote. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, it was basically setting up this big, huge, like, folding table. Which we didn't really need that big of a table because we would just end up putting junk on it while we were doing our thing. But yeah, now we have like it's it's pretty much it's an, called an air desk, and I think a lot of people were using them like when they were working from home kind of thing. I like it. I got it for Christmas specifically for the podcast. My mom, I my mom was for it simply because it didn't take up much room. I didn't have to take out the folding table and put it back put it up and take it back down and all of that stuff so this is just a lot easier to yeah to definitely most definitely so well i mean on the topic of setting up well i'll set up the next part of what we're going to talk about oh, <laughs> oh, oh. oh richard so 20 years the last 20 years we've had arthur oh arthur i remember when that show first started I used to watch it on um, TVO and on. We didn't have PBS at the time, but it was PB. It was a PBS feed, but it was from the states. I can't remember what like, what the channel W something from Buffalo. Yeah, and I mean, so imagine this. They've had twenty five seasons. Twenty five seasons. Oh my god. Two hundred and fifty three episodes. Holy. Seven specials. Wow. And he never grew up. No. He just stayed eight. Yeah. <laughs> That's like the Simpsons. Like, they just, they've stayed the same age. I mean, do you do you have any fond memories of, you know, any particular episode? Of Arthur? Yeah. Okay, I do mean, you remember? There, there's, there's a handful that I, I absolutely love. <laughs> do you remember the one where it was about library? Oh. Is fun, isn't hard, oh. when you've, you've got, got a, a library, library card. card. And then, um, um. Uh, <laughs> What was that other song in it? Who's Dewey? No. Um, Jekyll, Jekyll, Hyde, Jekyll, Hyde, Hyde, Jekyll. Jekyll, Jekyll, Hyde, Jekyll, Hyde, Hyde, Jekyll. Like, it was the brain that like, is Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah. I don't know. I used to always laugh. I mean, they were they were really progressive in that show, which I, I liked. But there was a lot of adult humor. That Of course. Every cartoon has adult humor, though. Like, if you watch Bugs Bunny, the amount of adult humor, like, cartoons were never meant for children but they had the aesthetic that children liked yeah i mean my one of my favorite episodes that they had ever done i mean there's a handful i'll give kind of my two or three that are are up there for top episodes i absolutely loved the episode where they parodied other shows oh that was so funny and so they had parodied south park um within that episode where where uh, cartman gets the uh, the anal probe yes i remember that you, I didn't actually see this episode, but you oh, it, had showed me it on YouTube. Amazing. Uh, there was there was that episode. Um, one of my favorite lines ever from that show: uh, "Buster gets asthma." Oh, from the and, dirty books. Yeah, and, and, and uh, <laughs> so Arthur takes out this really dusty book and shows it to uh, Arthur shows it to Buster, and so he starts going through his coughing fit. And you see Arthur's, you know, he's all upset, walks back into the house. His dad looks at him and goes, Arthur, what's wrong? And he looks at his dad, he goes, Dad, I got Buster sick. He goes, well, well, why? What'd you do? He goes, I showed him my dirty book. Oh, Lord, and his dad probably, his dad probably had a fit. I mean, I always loved that episode. Um, and then uh, Binky's Nightlight. <laughs> Binky has a nightlight. Pinky has three, a three night of the easiest, light. of the best episodes that they've ever done. There was one I remember where they, uh, oh, I, I always remember this because my grandmother actually taped a whole bunch of Arthur's yeah. for me and my cousins to watch, me and my sister and my cousins to watch. And uh, there was the one where they go on like a road trip. I don't know, it always sticks with me. DW's such a brat. Oh, I know. Oh, and the grandmother and Arthur always reminded me, like, aesthetically of um, 
my grandma Dorothy. I don't know why they had the same hair. Yeah. And the way they spoke, with, in my opinion, was kind of similar. Like, it was, like, really chill and stuff like that. Like, I didn't really know much of my grandma Dorothy, but that's how I remember her is, is like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the grandpa was always so funny. He lived on a farm. <laughs> I remember that. There's just some things I don't know, like, I remember about about Arthur, but then I've seen on TikTok where somebody's done, like, adult version of Arthur. Yeah. Oh, my God, is it ever hilarious where it's, like, Arthur and and Francine end up together, but they're kind of, like, like, they hate each other. Yeah. But then Francine's, like, banging Muffy. You know what? But that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, I know. It was, it was just weird. I was like, why would they be together? Yeah. So, so I know I'm on it. I know you're on it. Everybody's doing it. Everybody is. And and I mean, could you imagine, we're talking about Wordle. Could you imagine earlier on, I mean, when I say earlier on, in October of last year, Wordle had 93 users a day. Oh, wow. Really? Yes. Like stretching back as far as six months ago, one of the most used platforms on the internet right now was Wordle. Was Wordle? I think it still is though. And so the 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 guy uh, that created it, uh, his name is actually Wordle. W A R D L E. Oh really? Yes. That's a um, good play there, buddy. So so he actually designed it for his partner Palak and um, they both had a love for words mm-hmm. where essentially they they uploaded a list of just over 2300 words five words of five letter words five letter everything's five letter and literally gives you no hints and it's just try to input and what do they give you six tries yeah six tries and you just start with one word and then go from there, see yeah. if you can get more letters. But do you remember when I got onto it and I told you about it and you didn't want to? And then all of a sudden you got on it and you're just like, hey, did you do Wordle today? Did you do Wordle today? Did you do it? And I'm just like, you already did Wordle? Like, you've only been awake for like 10 minutes. How are you already doing Wordle? Yeah. And, and I mean, uh, so imagine October, like 90 people using it. Before December, there were over 300,000 daily users. Oh, wow. The number now is in the millions. Oh, of course. Of course. To be honest, like, it's really, it expands your vocabulary because there's been a lot of words on there that I didn't even know. Yeah. I I mean, could you imagine now, because they were bought out by uh, the New York Times. Times. Now, imagine that a lot of their services are behind a paywall now. What does that mean? So they want you to be a subscriber, a paid subscriber to... Then I'll stop. Yeah. I won't I won't be on it no more because it didn't start out as that. I mean, something so wholesome and so... You know, they, they call there's it... There's even an ad space on the bottom now, if you yeah, notice. Yeah, well, there's, that never used to be there, and that was because of daily traffic. Yeah. I, I mean, that, that was how... The, the starter of, um, oh, what was that stupid game? Flappy, uh, Flappy Bird. Bird. made so much money, whereas literally it was such a basic game. At the end of every game, he'd have a little ad bar on the bottom that you wouldn't even notice. Start your next game, it would go away. Yeah. And then he sold that. He sold that, but uh, he got scared because he was doing, I think, close to ten or $20,000 a day in ad revenue. Yeah, he was making more money than he ever knew he ever thought of making and um it got him he was nervous about it i mean and then and then flappy bird just died after that like i don't know anybody who still plays it the the whole reason why it died as a whole was because he he removed the game from the google play store the the apple store that he, he was so terrified of the ad revenue that was coming in he didn't know how to handle it so he actually removed the game completely so i mean now the only really way to play the game is uh to install like a sideloaded apk file mm-hmm. or you can go to playdm or whatever and yeah they have flappy bird tool i think yeah but even you know even uh playdm is going the way of the dodo bird 
Oh, really? Yeah, well, I, I mean, they, they shut the big one down, the one that we preferred to go to. Yeah, I, I caught that. To be honest with you, like, that's kind of scary. Lost all my points from there. Kinda Did you fun. really? Like, you can't get them back? She's done. Why? Because it was only valid for that one location. I think you can. Did you Did you ask them? Yep. So you have all of those tickets. It's not your problem that they decide to close for renovations. It's not your problem that there was a pandemic. Close to oh, that sucks. Close to 100,000 tickets. Were you really that high up? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. That's not fair. I know. Fuck that. I, and then, I mean, when they when they opened up the the new location, uh, I actually was there for the soft opening where some of the idiots that were there decided, hey, let's, you know, put all these prizes in games and then not set the uh, the pay table. Oh, yeah, I think we've talked about this before where you won, like, so much shit. I won and then, uh... <laughs> $20 in my pocket and, or $20 out of my pocket won me probably about $400 worth of prizes. Mm-hmm. And then they shut the game off on me. Yeah. Which was basically, uh, you have to leave. No problem. So what I ended up doing was uh, one of the good patty places. And that patty place isn't even there anymore. Oh, Golden Crust. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's so sad. They're really nice so people. Sad. The food was always really good there, too. I think they closed from Sheridan Mall, too, I heard. Yeah. But I could be wrong. It was shortly after the tragic. I don't want to talk about that. Yeah. Um... So, back in 2020, because the day that we're filming this, or recording this, is uh, the 22nd of February. Do you guys remember when the Leafs didn't have a goalie? Well, uh, I mean, the Leafs had a goalie, but Carolina went down. Oh, yeah, that's right. Carolina needed their both their, their uh, starting goalie and their backup goalie. They got hurt or something, right? Yeah, so, so what ended up happening was... Uh, Reimer at the time was actually playing for Carolina. Mm-hmm. And early on in the first period, boom, he goes down. Mm-hmm. It was it was a collision behind the net. Boom, he goes down. Call in the backup goal. So he played most of the, the or the end of the first, kind of midway, or I think all of the, the second period. Boom, there's a collision in front of the net. Mrazic goes down. What? I remember this. And, and what do you do? You, you have to call up on a, an emergency backup goalie. Lo and behold, it ends up being... David Ayers. The Leafs Zamboni driver. Could you imagine, as, as an employee, sticking it to your team, that I'm a Zamboni driver, but I'm still going to beat your team. Puts on the fucking performance of his life in the third period, stuns the Leafs, not only stuns the Leafs, but stops a $40 million offense. $40 million. Yep. So, whatever happened to him? So, this part I didn't tell you. Uh, end, of, uh, end of 2021, Disney is making a movie about him. Stop it! That's amazing! So it'll be streaming on Disney Plus. It should oh, be streaming on Disney rad. Plus. So what I'm really looking forward to is this whole story. Such a wholesome story, but what a lot of people also don't know um, is at the, the age of 16, he was going through. It was almost like kidney failure, and he needed uh, a kidney transplant. Mm-hmm. And uh, his mother donated her kidney to him. Oh wow, that's such a mom thing to do, eh? Yeah. What you got there? I got some bottle caps. You want one? No, I'm okay. You don't like them, eh? Um, I mean, they're okay. They kind of taste like antacid tablets to me. <laughs> like I'm eating Tums. <laughs> like they have that kind of chalky texture. They're like rockets almost. Yeah, I know. I know what they are. I'll be honest. I was just at the store and I seen them and they were on sale. So yeah, so I, I mean, hopefully by the end of this year, maybe beginning of next year, we'll uh, we'll have that movie out. And uh, apparently, David Ayers is portraying himself in certain scenes within the movie. Oh, that's cool. Um, but I'm like, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. That sounds really neat. I'm not gonna lie. 
I'll watch it. I'll definitely watch it because they they're putting on like a lot of Disney Plus originals out now. Okay. Yeah. So we haven't talked so about what? wrestling. What? 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 We haven't even watched wrestling that much lately. We're trying to get back to it. You know. It's a little bit. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I'm a WWE guy. I really am. It is so difficult to watch that product right now. I know. I know. So, first off, we had the Rumble. Yes. Now, what were your thoughts on the Rumble? Everything was good up until the Men's Rumble. I got there late, mind you, but um, i still seen a lot. The men's, the Men's Rumble was so underwhelming. Generally, like, you see so many, like, stars, like... Athletes surprise, from surprise appearances and you know retired guys guys that have walked away from the company and just like the one night kind of oh who's gonna come out you know the men had nothing the the one the one thing about having such a light female roster is that they can bring on so many others yeah what would have been neat though is that for one night they could have had some AEW girls come through. That would have been cool. Listen, I, I, I've always said... Or some NXT girls. What I would have done is if I'm if I'm Vince and I want to book something really special for the Rumble and it would fuck up every single wrestling fan is you have... Whoever you have come out, 1 through 29, number 30 hits, and, and you have... Jericho that comes out but it's not only Jericho it's like an invasion yes it's the entire AEW locker room and it would fucking break the internet you and but this would only work if uh, if Jericho was still champion yeah if he comes to the ring with the AEW uh, title on his shoulder and behind him walks out the entire locker room they decimate everybody that's in the ring say there's Seven or eight guys left in the ring. One after another, they dump every single person over the top rope. Boom. 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 Literally, it's just Jericho standing in the ring. The AW guys walk out. He steps over the top rope. Ends the rumble that way. It would just fuck everything up, and it would change the whole landscape of wrestling. Yeah. They have what they call, you know, the forbidden red door. Open up that door. I mean, look, you had Mickey James make an appearance in uh, in the Women's Rumble, wearing the Women's Impact title mm-hmm. on her way to the ring. I mean, where I still call it TNA, but wearing the the TNA Women's title to the ring, a rival promotion's belt, and you have that on your shoulder as you come out, right? But I was really disappointed with um, with Brock winning the the men's rumble. Mm. Uh, you know they, they they took the belt off Brock. So okay, let's fast forward now. Speaking of Brock, so they took they take the belt from him. He wins the rumble. Wins the rumble. So wins now, elimination chamber. Well, yeah. Okay, so we're we're talking about Brock. Like it's yeah. fine. We already know he won elimination. Everybody already knows. So now, what happens with that? Like, do you think it's going to be... Title versus title. Really? Yeah. Or do you think it'll be... Lashley comes back after being hurt. They have their little feud, and it's them at WrestleMania. Those two at WrestleMania. Winner fights the next title hold like the other title I, holder I mean, like what quite, do you do quite possibly um but what they could do is set up for the monday night after wrestlemania or don't forget that this is a two-day wrestlemania event um they might have roman roman brock night one and have um you know lashley challenge him night two and maybe you know i don't like the fact that they hot potato this fucking title around that you know every week that it's going back to the other person yeah it's kind of irritating but it keeps things interesting in the end too right yeah 
But why don't why don't they hot potato the the uh, title from Roman? Why? I, I think a lot of it is like time wise, you can't do it. But they they're trying to look at you know who's been the best lengthwise champion in single run history. Bruno San Martino is number one. Of course. No one will come close to that record. Of course. But that's what they're trying to tease. Uh, I mean, there was JBL who was SmackDown champion for like a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I dreaded watching that. The worst was Cena. Cena, shit, there was the one, the one particular run he had where it felt like it was like three years he was champion. <laughs> and imagine that we, I'd sit there begging and pleading. Like week after week. Oh, like drop the title and this is this is years before the you know the WWE network forget about even pirate streaming this is on cable I I ended up having to go to Cineplex to go watch a pay-per-view, a pay-per-view. I remember yeah. that I never did it though but I remember that I mean to to be in a, a room with 100 200 wrestling fans that'd be cool especially something special like uh uh the Rumble or um, WrestleMania, Money in the Bank, Hell in a Cell. I, I, but even Hell in a Cell, I'm not a fan of. It's, oh, are it's, you not? No, it, it's like I'm. I like what they consider the big three or big four pay per views. But I thought Hell in a Cell was was no. one of the big four. No. So well, so because I know it's um, Survivor Series, the Rumble, WrestleMania, SummerSlam. So yeah, that's right. SummerSlam. Yeah. That's what I'm talking. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, I, I mean, I've I've always been a fan of like I, I've attended SummerSlam. I've attended uh, Survivor Series. Yep, you did. Um, I remember that. I mean, Toronto's hosted the Summer Sam- uh, SummerSlam twice. I think they've had WrestleMania at least three times. Uh, the back, the last one was um, WrestleMania 18. That was back Hogan when I was, Rock. we were kids. We were kids. And I mean, speaking of Rock, I'm waiting for him to come. I, to be honest, what I thought was going to happen in the Rumble, or very least, maybe Elimination Chamber, was you would see an appearance from the Rock. That would have been cool. That would have driven up their numbers so much, in my opinion. But the the problem is, I I think that was one of the original plans, but. The Rock went ahead and signed a huge UFC deal. Oh, shit. So, so I don't know if he's on the broadcast team or um, kind of like their media squad. Mm. And so, essentially, you've gone ahead and signed, signed a massive deal with a competitor. Yeah, in a way. Ooh, scam call. Ooh, scam call. Scam call. Where's it from? Oh, Shanghai is probably one of those, like... No, I don't want to. Oh, okay. It's probably one of those like they're gonna talk to me in, in their language, in like Mandarin or Cantonese or something. Yeah, I mean that would have been fun to have our first scam call as we're recording one of these sessions. That would have been fucking hilarious because I love fucking with those people. Love fucking with those people. I see. I I get those phone calls from you know CRA Canada. And Quote unquote CRA can CRA. They will call me, and then I don't hear back from them for, like, six, seven months. The best way... You don't tell them, hey, take my number off your call list. That doesn't work, because they'll call you again the next day. They call you one time, and you fuck with them. And you keep them on the phone as long as you can. And you piss them off. Oh, I got a voicemail. You piss them off, and uh, they will not call you for six months. I mean, that's been proven fact for me. I don't get these phone calls anymore. So the day that I get that number where, like, the last four digits show up and they're, like, identical to your phone number, fuck with them. And fuck with them hard. I love fucking with them. I love it. I mean, do you remember the day that we were out at the park and just kind of minding our own business and uh, we started fucking with them and then they called us back? Yeah, he called me back to tell me he wanted to fuck my mom and my grandma. And I was like, that's disgusting. You're not. And besides, you're too small for them. Yeah. <laughs> but he said he wanted to fuck them. And I was just like, ew. Why? 
I don't know why, like, these scammers, their, their, their favorite comeback or their favorite thing as an insult to use is, I'm going to fuck your whole family. It's like, no, you're not. No. It's not happening. Like, who, who decides to come up with that shit? Yeah. <laughs> or, or they just call you, they call you a fucking... You are fucking. <laughs> you, you fucking. <laughs> You're just like, oh, okay, whatever the fuck that is. <laughs> Where these Indian... I, should, I didn't mean to say that. But when... When these scammers will, like, create curse words. You fucking. You fucking. <laughs> oh, Lord. That was... <laughs> that one time was so funny. He called back. He called... was like, I'm going to fuck your mom and your grandmother. <laughs> And I was just like, um, ew. That's ew. But you won't be big enough for them, so it's not happening. Yeah. It, like, I don't care. I'll tell, I'll tell you. I'll make fun of your penis size. I do not care. Yeah. I mean, if it, if it's a you if know, you short, wanna, short man. If you want to come at me and say you're going to fuck my mom and my grandma and fuck, try and fuck me, it's like, um, No. Ew, disgusting. I do not want to. No, nobody want to go near you, clearly. <laughs> but yeah, let's get back to wrestling. Rattling. Wrestling. Okay, our guy. Our guy that we met. Mr. Undertaker. Yes. Who was in Saudi Arabia, flew back to Canada just to be at Niagara Falls Comic Con. And then flew back to Saudi Arabia. I mean, that's insane. It was insane. He canceled every single event and every appearance except for Niagara Falls Comic Con. Yeah. Yeah. He was slated, I think, to do six appearances altogether. Mm-hmm. He canceled five out of the six. And it was like he he came just to meet us. I still remember. That's how I felt. Like that's how I felt. Like I, he. I still he... remember the line that day, of. That one particular day, literally, we're going to jump in line to go get this stuff signed by The Undertaker. The second we're done, we're going to go to the photo op line. Yeah. That was our whole day. It was a good chunk of our day. No, that's what we did, and then we left. Yeah. That's fine. And, and, I mean, it was easily a six to eight hour day, waiting in two lines. Six hours. It was six hours. But, so our guy is going into the Hall of Fame. It's insane. He's been the Undertaker as long as I've been alive. I mean, I'm, I'm since 1990. You know, I, I, we we touched on my my first wrestling pay per view was SummerSlam, and I was lucky enough to at least the, to see the Undertaker perform live at least once. I'm trying to think of just even live events like televised, like Raw and SmackDown events that I've been to over the years. I think in all my years of going to live events, my first one. At uh, Survivor or SummerSlam, sorry, was him versus JBL, and I mean I was telling you. Please this, tell me he kicked JBL's ass. Um, he did for most of the uh, the match, and then Undertaker got disqualified. And but the, so, so the so the best part, and I love I love reminiscing with this story. So the fans that are in attendance who were live that day know about this story. Uh, the people kind of off. We're watching it live. We're watching the home televised version. There was actually a streaker that came out. And, I mean, not like a full-on, like, naked guy. But, so he was, like, running around the ring. And then, so he ran up the ramp. And parked at the top of the ramp was JBL's limo. And so he jumped up on the limo. Now, what was scary was they gimmicked the roof of the limo... Because after the match, Undertaker was going to choke slam uh, JBL through the, the roof of the limo. Mm-hmm. Well, they gimmicked this roof to kind of break away. So it would cave in, yeah. Yeah. So now imagine you see this guy in the middle of your match and you're looking up and it's, oh fuck, he's on top of the limo. Like if he takes the wrong step, he's going to go through mm-hmm. and it's going to fuck up the whole finish of this match. Yep. And I remember. There were like eight or nine security guards pulling this guy off this limo because they know if he he's on the hood of this limo, if he gets on the on the roof, he's done for. Yeah. And so is the finish of this match. Mm-hmm. 
So boom. Uh, so they pull him off. Undertaker used the belt, hits JBL. He's a bloody mess. And so he starts, you know, throwing him into the limo. The glass shatters in the um, in the windshield, and then he, you know, he goozles him, picks him up by the throat, and choke slams him through the roof of the limo. Oh wow! I mean, that was my first experience watching the Undertaker perform live. Oh, that's amazing! Absolutely amazing. I'm not gonna lie; I've never seen him perform live, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But he touched my fingers. In my back. Yeah. No, and I mean, that was the neat part was when we got to meet him. The um, the handlers are like, don't shake his hand, da 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 They're all like, you can't touch him, blah, blah, blah. But yet, he, when we went to go take a picture with him, he shook our hands. Like, yeah. he had his arms, his arm out for us. Yeah, no, he, the, the whole thing was he wanted to, uh, to interact with us and, you know, shake our hands and, you know. I th- I think he liked us, like, the way you asked him things, and I think we... Oh, hi, Jess! You want to come downstairs and be on the podcast? Okay. My sister's home, and we've been trying to get her on here for so long now. And she just keeps telling us no. When, when she's ready. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. Um... Yeah, no, we just wanted to congratulate The Undertaker. Literally got his start early on in Survivor Series. Um, could you imagine... He So he used to wrestle for uh, WCW. Mm-hmm. And they fired him saying that Undertaker would never draw a dime in the business. Mm-hmm. Lo and behold. He's probably one of the, if not the most over person in wrestling. Maybe aside from, like, Hogan or Rock... Or Cena, like there's, there's your Mount Rushmore of of wrestling, mm-hmm. and if the Undertaker's not number one on your Mount Rushmore, uh, I don't know what's wrong with you. Yeah, something's wrong with you if he's not number one on your or on your Mount Rushmore. But yeah, like I said, we just wanted to say congratulations on your career. Thank you, Taker. Yeah, thank you. Oh. Makes me sad that he's not going to come back ever again. I, I mean, it, it'd be nice, like even like a rumble appearance. Mm-hmm. Like where he just comes in, does his thing. He's there, choke slams somebody. Everything goes dark, and it's just his hat. Now, could you imagine? This is like even scary to even think this. So, can you imagine he retires from WWE, shows up on AEW? Do you think he would? He's a Vince guy. I, I don't know, think he but, would. But I mean. Again, he got his start with with the Turner Company. That's true too. I don't know. I don't know. Let's not think about this. I don't know. This is I don't want. I don't want to. I don't want to think about it. I don't want to. No. 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 I think the only way that would happen is if it was Taker versus Big Show. Two big guys going at it. Yeah. I I, I don't know. I don't know if I want that. The only way. The only way I could see him honestly going to AEW. is if he was in a position where he could wrestle Sting, if they if they could produce Taker Sting, I think that's it's. I think the idea of it is still keeps you want to wanting to think that, but I don't. It'll never happen. Yeah. It really won't. Yeah, you never know. Never say never. It won't happen. I'm sorry. It's it should have happened years ago and it didn't happen. Yeah. It's old. It's done with. Prove me wrong if you think if it, if it's gonna happen, but you know I think it's done. And speaking about done, I think we're trying to maybe wrap up this podcast. Are you, yeah, already. Yeah, I mean we're pushing forty-five minutes. Holy shit! Yeah. Wow. Forty-five minute conversation yeah. of us bantering back and forth, talking really about nothing and everything yeah. all at the same time. Yeah, it's kind of like an episode of Seinfeld where it's like. It doesn't mean anything, but yet it still means something. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of, I've tried watching Seinfeld. Yeah. It's Th- there's some there's some key episodes that like I have to I have to, you know, like sit down and actually pay attention to it. Like I just, it's so hard to pay attention to. 
but yeah. See, there's certain key episodes that uh, I mean are classics. Soup Nazi, one of one of the best. I used to work with somebody like my one of my foremen, and everything he would reference to um, Seinfeld to. Yeah. Every single thing he referenced Seinfeld to, he'd be like. Oh, this makes me think of that Seinfeld episode, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, honestly, like, I didn't watch Seinfeld, so I can't share this joke with you. Yeah, I, I mean, Seinfeld was one of those things that uh, you, you really needed, I don't want to say like a niche market. Mm-hmm. Um, you know? But the, but the people who, who religiously watched the show, you can find a reference for just about anything. Oh, of course. Did you know we forgot to talk about Elimination Chamber? Uh, we talked about it briefly. The Brock one. Yeah, Brock one. So what? I'm not. I'm not happy. Oh, with you didn't it. like anything else? No. You didn't like that Goldberg came back? No, I fuck Goldberg. I, I don't like Goldberg. Do you like who won the women's? Um, I think that Bianca Belair got fucked last year at uh, at WrestleMania. That was the worst stage to do that. If mm-hmm. you wanted to wait till the day after WrestleMania to take that title offer, no problem. Let her fucking do her thing at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. But you, you fuck her in front of all those fans like that? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, that was so disappointing. I'm so disappointed with WWE with that. Yeah. Um, Sami Zayn won the Intercontinental title. On the pre-show. Yeah. I didn't... What I'm not a fan of is, is when they go to, like, a Middle Eastern country... And I don't feel as though why do, like, I don't understand why the women have to be head to, like, neck down covered. But yet the men, so like Roman comes out with his swatch, his swat pants and swat boots. No shirt. Mm-hmm. Goldberg, his shorts, no shirt. Why? I know. That's not fair. I guess we should just be happy that the women were allowed to be there this time around. Because there wasn't there one where there was no female matches at all. Yeah, the very first one, there were um, the women weren't on the card, period. Yeah, and then they came out with the Evolution pay-per-view, and it kind of died after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, you're not really happy with the Mario. No, I, I mean, if, if WWE doesn't do something soon... Um, Listen, AEW has a better product. Yeah. Plain, plain and simple. They've, they've got the better roster. They've got the better product. The fans are into it more so than, um, than WWE. I've invested more money in merch from AEW in the past Year. three years. Three years, yeah. Than I have spent with WWE. I've passed up on live events. I've passed up going over the border. Uh, I've had opportunities to go do both. And, uh, I mean, I'm waiting for AEW to go to Buffalo. Just about, like, every other Canadian WWE fan or wrestling fan, they want that opportunity where AEW is going to come within spitting distance of our borders that, you know, we can go over. Mm-hmm. Fingers crossed it's soon. It's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah. Every so often I double-check to see, you know, if we get a Buffalo date. You know, I, I've even maybe thought about uh, going to Little Caesars. Oh, really? Yeah. That'd be cool. Take a train or bus ride over, go see the event, come back home. That sounds like a plan. Yeah. I maybe, mean, maybe, you know, you a bus trip can be set up for that kind of thing. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. I, and, I mean, the, the neat thing with wrestling fans, especially... If you're in a tight-knit group of people, um, carpooling is always an option. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I've been offered before, too, to, you know, hey, let's go here, let's go there. But, I mean, I'm waiting now for, uh, for a good AEW event, you know, like I said, just right over the border or, fingers crossed, maybe north of the border. That'd be cool. You know, in Hamilton, in the GTA. I'd go back to Hamilton. Yeah. It, the That arena wasn't bad at all. It no. was small, but it wasn't bad. No, it was maintained. Mm-hmm. It's old, you can tell, but... Yeah. So that, that's the event that had the um, the first rumble. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it did. 
the old cops coliseum mm -hmm. what's it now first ontario center i think so something like that it's the new toronto rock home arena yeah yeah all right well let's wrap her up wrap her up there, let's Ryan. wrap her up all right well thank you all for listening thank you and like i said we hope to be back and doing this permanently again fingers crossed that we get time together and this is richard and melissa you've been listening to mcr radio episode number 26 later peace hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.